Welcome to the Odds Makers Podcast, presented by Superbook Sports. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boosts, promotions, and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to Superbook.com. Superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk with the odds makers before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Jonathan Von Tobel. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. It is the Odds Makers presented by Superbook Sports. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Jake Cornegay alongside. And what has already been an adventurous day? What's up, Jake Cornegay? Yeah, it's a little different. You know, yeah. first of all, you're 45 minutes late. Okay, well, we're going to open up right with that. There was a there's a very shots fired. Um, for those who don't aren't familiar with the Las Vegas area, the I-15 is just such a well-oiled machine it is. Uh, that cuts through the heart of the city, mm-hmm. and um, very often for a five-lane freeway it gets backed up. But there was an accident that blocked away three and a half lanes that your boy got stuck in for an nice. hour and thirty-five minutes. So well, I only took that shot at you because Murray's not on the set today, so right, I decided to. I'd take his place. Well, right. also for, 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 to bring people even further behind the foot, the scenes in the curtain. I requested a 30-minute, like, early record time today, and I was 40 minutes late. So uh, we're off to a rip-roaring start. But anyway, um, well, well how, was, how was the week in the National Football League, Jay? It was all right. I mean, yeah. we, uh, again, we had a rough, like, Friday, Saturday. Sunday was pretty decent. I uh, had a good winner there, and then nobody really cared about the game on Monday. Uh, I think we ended up yeah. being a small loser. I know the majority of the action that was played was on the, the Patriots, so... It was okay weekend, not too bad. We're really focusing on these bowl games coming up as they start on Friday, and once they start, they never end. And uh, you know all about this transfer portal that we have to deal with, Yep. that heartburn every day. Um, So we're keeping an eye on that. That's really our main focus these days. Two follow-ups from last weekend. First off, the college uh, ranks. We did see Army-Navy. The game going over the total, how much did that help you out? A little bit. I mean, yeah. when you talk about that game, most people figure, especially, uh, you know, the, the betting public, they go under. Right. You know? I mean, they think of it as the blue-gray game or something because it's it's always normally. For a couple of years, though, it ran, right? It, yeah. it ran some uh, some big numbers there on the total. But uh, I, don't know, I guess they over-helped us a little bit, but not much. Okay. I think I figured everybody and their mother was talking about, did you know that the under and service academy games are like, all right. It's a total of 32. There's a chance this thing goes over. Well, how long ago was it when they were racking up some points? I'd have to go back, but it's... It was like six, seven years ago or like something? There's a, the trend was like 41 and seven. Like those seven happened in like a, in yeah. a very close span yeah. to one another. Uh, all right, we move on. NFL Week 15 Games of the Week will begin in the NFC West. 49ers and Brock Purdy on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. The Superbook line, this is interesting because we saw the look-ahead line. One and a half in favor of San Francisco. We're currently sitting in three... Uh, with juice to the favorite side at minus 120. Total look ahead was 41 and a half. You guys opened 43, and that's pretty much where we're at right now. Uh, what has early action been like here, and what do you expect for Brock Purdy? Look, road contests aren't what they used to be in the National Football League. Still a pretty big test to go on the road on a short week against a divisional opponent for a uh, seventh-round rookie, Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, always a test. Always a test going on the road on, on a Thursday night. So, And this one you know, being a, a pretty big game for both teams, and Seahawks were really flat last week against the Panthers. I expect the Niners to come out and play pretty well, but uh, expect the Seahawks to give a pretty good effort here. 
Purdy. I just saw that, uh, I don't know, a couple hours ago. Oblique. You know where your oblique is? Uh, I, I do, actually. Isn't that okay. the, they're here, right? Uh, yeah. Somewhere yeah. somewhere around, right around here. Yeah. I mean, that might be hurt, you know, hurting to throw a little bit. But that line came down a little bit. There were some three and a halfs. Now most uh, most everybody's at three right now, three minus 120. But the betting public, as you can imagine, all over the Niners, about 86% of all the tickets right now in San Francisco. I assume as uh, our producer Jeremiah raised his hand all over San Francisco, mm-hmm. I assume the oblique is uh, important with the torque when you're throwing. You know what I mean? Oh, I think so. I'm not sure if it's, do you have two obliques or just one? Yes, yes you have two obliques. <laughs> <laughs> That's an incredible question. Yes, one for each side. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen my oblique for quite a few years, but uh, I know it's there. I, I, I have that move. But uh, is it his right side or left side? Uh, that I do not know. I'll, I'll have to look it up for you. Okay. Either way, I would assume right. it is a pain to throw. Uh, follow-up gambling question, not anatomy question. Uh, although I am going to take my wife to go see that bodies exhibit over at the, uh, the Luxor out here in Las Vegas in a couple of days. The Seahawks have failed to cover the last four games. How much have you adjusted? Because this was a team that was covering numbers like nobody's business. Now, all of a sudden, Geno Smith has kind of turned into a pumpkin. He's not played very well the last couple of games. And this uh, team has been failing to cover some numbers in the market. Kind of finally started to turn around, respect it. And now, all of a sudden, it can't do anything right. Right. Now, they're. I mean, they can't run the ball. Nope. I mean, not on a consistent basis. But, uh, I don't know. I thought Gino was still playing okay. His receivers are okay. But their defense is a sieve now. They can't stop anybody. I know that the betting public, and you said four times in a row on the other side of the counter, we take it week by week. We just yeah. adjust it. I couldn't have told you that they lost or didn't cover the spread in four straight weeks. I didn't know that. All we do is adjust the power rankings each and every week, and that power ranking has been going down for four consecutive weeks. We move on to the Miami Dolphins, a team that has fallen on some hard times from a result standpoint. So you said week to week, I would assume last two weeks, a little bit of a deduction in the Miami Dolphins power rating. Uh, now, this is a tough spot because you lose consecutive games, and now you get to hit the road to take on Buffalo. Short week, this is a Saturday game, uh, so we get now Saturday contests in the NFL, which are always a lot of fun. You guys uh, look ahead with seven and a half. Rhea, you actually got bet down to six and a half, and then you reopened at six and a half, and now you're back up to seven. I don't need to tell you, but I'm telling the audience, of course, sure. uh, with a total of 42. So I will ask you, uh, what is the public back to side here between these two? I know where I'm at with this game. I'll tell you shortly. Yeah, it's actually a love-hate relationship with both of these teams, yeah. you know, with the betting public. You know, the, the Dolphins were the darlings of the NFL, I think, week three when they beat the Bills. And then the, the love affair with the Bills, you know, started off, and it was when they were dating. I mean, it was pure love, right, mm-hmm. for the Bills. But then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks, they didn't cover, you know, they didn't cash tickets. And they kind of been struggling ever since then. So I, I think they're starting to warm up a little bit, uh, you know, with the Bills again. But um, it's been a roller coaster ride for, for both of these teams as far as the betting public is concerned. 78% of the tickets actually are on the Bills. I haven't seen any sharp money on this game whatsoever. As you no. mentioned, we're at 7 minus 120. Um, I, I think that we're going to probably see a majority of the uh, tickets be on the Bills. I'm, in fact, I'm, I think that's going to increase. It's a late night, 5 o'clock Pacific time start. I think by that time, the public will be all juiced up, ready to bet on the Bills. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to be, uh, you know, that ticket count's going to be somewhere in that 85%. I think the question is, you know, we haven't seen any sharp money. What are they going to do with this game? I think uh, it's going to be very interesting because that Dolphin team, you know, the last two weeks, as you said, mm, Tua, Tua hasn't some, looked good at all, right? squeaky parts there. Uh, yeah, Tua has been very inaccurate. Um, when you're talking about, like, literal Ooh. accuracy, there are some metrics that measure that. He's been below 50% each of the last two games. Uh, has not really looked right, and... One of those defenses he faced was one of the best in the uh, 49ers, and he's getting another one here in Buffalo. I tease this down, and I would assume that this Buffalo Bills team is going to be a popular teaser leg 
getting down through seven and, you know, three and getting it down to like one, one and a half. Great. Thanks for letting everybody know. It's, it's what I do here. Our adversarial Appreciate relationship. That. You got to find another teaser like though. And there's not really that many to choose from this yeah. coming weekend. So. I, I love to tell my execs. Okay. The only way we can win money is that the Dolphins went out right. Really? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We go on to the Titans and the Chargers. Uh, two teams that could be heading in the opposite direction. Chargers looking pretty good lately. And they're starting to maybe turn things around to become the team that we expected them to. Uh, you guys look ahead with two at Superbook. We're up to three again with some altered juice. If you want to take the Tennessee Titans, you're laying minus 120. So not a surprise there. It's a key number. It seems like uh, maybe you're protecting a little bit with some uh, sharps, dare I say, coming into back the Titans. Total of 47 and a half. So what are we expecting here? Just altering juice on the three throughout the week? I think so. I don't think we're going to be jumping on and off. First of all, it's not a high volume game, even yep. though majority of the people are playing the Chargers. And that's really based off of last week. You know, the Titans looks really bad. And the Chargers, I'm looking at right now, 90% of the tickets right now on the Chargers. Wow. But I expect uh, some sharp play to come back on, on uh, Tennessee here. I don't think it's going to be enough to drive it off the three again. I think it's going to be a variation of a split line there for the whole week. You tend to see that like big win, primetime spot. Now coming back the next week, public's like, oh, that team, I'm all over it. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Well, short-term memory for the betting public. We yeah. always tell them that's one of their biggest faults. You know, you can't just look at last week. You got to look beyond that. But unfortunately, that's the nature of a lot of these uh, Yep. You know, betters that are out there. What have you done for me lately? Sometimes it works. I understand that. We just talked about the Dolphins. We talked about other teams that struggle for multiple weeks, like the Seahawks. All of a sudden, these two teams, Chargers, look have a little bit of life. People are on them again. Uh, Titans, not so much. How much have you grounded, uh, downgraded Tennessee over the last three weeks? It's been pretty bad. Qu yeah, quite a bit. They usually rely on Henry, and they just pound him. He's getting some yards, but he's just not dominating anymore. They're finding ways to stop him making Tannehill uh, throw it, and it's just, uh, you know, those are mixed results there. I'm actually surprised that they've fallen back a little bit over these last couple of weeks. Were the Sharps in on Tennessee throughout the year? Always. Really? They love the Titans. So they've been like that for a couple of years. Does it because, feel like it? Well, they has, but like for me, and I, I sound surprised because there's a lot of Sharps who are very metric-based, and a lot of metrics would point to the Titans being a very poor team getting by with smoke and mirrors. And I would assume that this is actually one of those teams that you know, you've seen this before, right? Where some of these sharps get a little stubborn and they keep backing the team that continues mm -hmm. to cover. They're like, no, this will regress at some point. I figured the Titans would be that. Yeah, they've been like that for a couple of years now. Titans and the Jaguars. I put them in the same category as, the, you know, they're like sneaky little sharp, uh, yeah. you know, uh, plays. And, and they've been supporting those two teams over the last two years. So it doesn't really surprise me that we expect some Titans money here, uh, you know, especially if it gets to three flat. Maybe even, I mean, if the public drives this thing, which they will, it could be late, but the public money should drive that to three flat and maybe even minus three, minus dollar twenty. All right, move on. AFC North matchup, well, at least one team. Bengals on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is interesting because the games we're talking about, a lot of them, it's like two teams that are kind of moving away from each other in terms of the way that they've been playing. Bengals, one of those teams that continue to cover numbers. They're playing really good football. And the Buccaneers, I mean... I feel like that was like the bottom point of the season almost getting smoked by Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I could be wrong. And then Tom Brady having to autograph footballs that were intercepted after the game. Uh, it seemed like a low point for Tampa Bay <laughs> Bengals three and a half with a total of 44. I've kind of asked you the same questions, but I do find it interesting. I mean, Cincinnati, they are among the top three in the AFC. The question is, are they one, two or three? Uh, I would certainly put them at three right now. Um, but, you know, they've kind of been under the radar. You know, we talk about all these love-hate relationships with all these teams, and the Buccaneers certainly falls under that category. The Bengals, not so much. 
you know, they've been pretty consistent, you know, for the most part throughout the year. And you haven't seen that roller coaster ride that uh, you know, you've seen with these other teams. Mm-hmm. But right now, you look at it. I mean, look at how I mean, how popular the Buccaneers were in the first part of the year. And now, you know, what are they six and seven? I mean, the public doesn't want anything to do with these guys. We got what a seventy five seventy five percent of the tickets right now in Cincinnati, and I expect that to grow again. I think the support and Tom Brady, everybody now is just bailing on Tom and the Buccaneers, but. As I say all the time, when the public starts to drive this thing up, expect some sharp money on the other side. Man, it's crazy. The Bucks have covered one game since September 18th. One wow. game. Really? Yeah. They've covered one game since September 18th. Uh, they have a push in there. That was that Rams game where they mm. came back and they were three-point favorites and they ended up winning by three. Holy moly. But yeah, they've covered one game since then, man. It was that Germany game, by the way, against the Seattle Seahawks, for those who don't remember. Uh, they went to Munich and they won that game. I don't remember. As two and a half point favorites. Well, you got a short, you know, you got a lot of, you got a lot of things going on. I'm here for our audience. I'm, I'm the regular everyday guy. Too. I'm the representative, you know? I'm the fan here. By the way, at the Superbook, the Cincinnati Bengals, if you are so inclined, 10 to 1 to win the Superbook. I've got them at 15 to 1. I'm just saying. Watch you know, out, baby. You know, going into this year, you know, Burrow was taking a lot of shots. Remember last year? Mm-hmm. He was taking some shots. And I really expected him to actually get beat up this year. Yep. Because he was going to hold on to it a little bit more. And Chase is gone for a couple weeks. I really thought he was going to get beat up. But I give it to him. The guy just keeps performing. It's amazing. Now their receiving core is like all beat up going into this game, but they're finding ways. I think they're going to probably try to run the ball a lot, you know, against Tampa Bay this week. He's only been under pressure on 26.8% of his dropbacks this season. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, it's a really minuscule amount. And that is uh, compared to last year, 34.3%. So that, that offensive line has gotten so much there better you. for him. And uh, this, uh, this offense overall has benefited from it. Uh, they're dangerous. I will say that much. They are well, very dangerous. He's he's also improved, you know, when he scrambles a little bit, getting down earlier. Yep. He was taking some hits last year, and he's also running out of bounds a little bit more than he did last year. So he's actually uh, come a long way, you know, especially with his scrambling and staying healthy. All right, we move on to uh, arguably the hottest team in the National Football League. Thank God John's not here. The Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. What are we doing with the Washington FC? the football club <laughs> playing host to the New York giants. Uh, and how much have you upgraded them? Cause this role that they've been on is incredible. Four and a half here at the Superbook right now with a total of 40 and this giants team, I brought this up a couple of weeks ago and I will reiterate, I don't think I'm getting over on this win total with New York. I have them at seven over seven. I don't think they're going to get another win the rest of the way. Really? I don't think so. I don't okay. think it's going to happen. You have to bring up that schedule. Cause I have no idea who they're facing, but I can tell you about the commanders despite all their recent success, all okay. right? They've been doing pretty well. They are not a public team whatsoever. I'm looking at it right now. Look how bad the Giants have looked over the last few weeks. They look a little tired. They look beat up. Remember how in the early part of the season, it was great coaching, and right. their coach is bringing them a long way. All of a sudden, you know, now it's, they look like crap, and now 80% of the, okay, commanders have looked great. This doesn't make sense to me, this one. 80% of the tickets on New York. How do you explain that? I have no idea. Especially for a team that, again, you don't know this, 6-1-1 one, one, straight up and against the spread in their last eight games. They, like, right. To your point, we've talked about this a lot, right? Teams that consistently deliver, generally the public will get behind. Washington, just not sexy enough. Nope. There's nothing sexy about them whatsoever. They haven't seen them. Finally, they're going to be on some national TV here. Maybe that will change it. But, you know, they have seen the Giants. Okay? They have seen them and how poor they have looked and played over the last few weeks, yet they're still supporting it. That goes against everything I tell people. I guess the common thing, as an NBA guy, I would tie it to, you generally see when they play like the same opponent consecutively, 
the market will generally gravitate toward the team that failed to cover the previous match, yeah. right? In Washington, like their last game was against New York. Yeah. So I would think maybe that is the thought process. Like, mm -hmm. of course they're going to split. You know, that theory of mine is going, what you saw last week carries over. <laughs> right? doesn't apply to that game. There was a bye week in between. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's time for the big ticket. Hey, Jay, any tickets to raise your eyebrows this week at the Superbook? We have a few five-figure wagers right now. Pretty healthy, actually. They took the Seahawks plus uh, three and a half, and they laid the Niners at minus three. So that's a good one for us, all right? There you go. Jeremiah. Okay. Yeah, wait. Just wait. It lands three. Thanks. Um, <laughs> the other one, Browns, two and a half. A pretty healthy five-figure bet on them as far as who wagered on that. We like the guy. He's a good guy. Say, He's a good guy. It's a good guy. Can I tell you that? It's a great story. I was uh, at a, This was years ago. I was at a book that... Uh, doesn't really like a lot of smart people, we'll say. Mm -hmm. And some guy started screaming at me because I took his chair, and he goes, they know me here. I'm a big spender. My response was, it's why they like you. Mm. So don't worry, buddy. Like, yeah. I won't get in your way, but there's a reason why they cater to your every whim. <laughs> was Murray pissed? <laughs> <laughs> no. It was out in New Jersey. I, I loved oh, it. Oh, it was okay. out in Jersey. Okay. So it, was a, it was a long time ago before, uh, mm. before I had children. All right, we move on to... Uh, by the way, can I ask really quickly, because yep. it is a great point, to let our audience know. Just because you see it's a big bet, because big bets make like the big sure. deal, right? Doesn't mean it's a sharp bet. Just no, put it out there. That's right. I make mean, myself feel better. I know, about there's myself been too. some talk on social about you know when we give out percentage of tickets and everything mm -hmm. like that. We never said it was a handicapping tool. So now I got to put a disclaimer out there. It's for entertainment purposes only, mm -hmm. right? You know, you take this information and you, you can do whatever you want with it. But a lot of people do enjoy that type of information. You know, the, where the big bets came in. You know, where the sharp plays, the number of tickets. Some people use that as a handicapping tool. Others look at it as entertainment. And uh, I'm kind of in that category, but I, I think it's pretty interesting. We get asked that question all the time. So those that are out there thinking that we're just sharing this as pure handicapping information, that's not true. A lot of it's just entertainment. And there's some respected betters who bet like $100 a pop, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get an update on the ultimate football handicapping challenge. Hey guys, what's shaking in your super contest this week? Super contest update. Heineken 21, four and one yet again. Hmm. Now in the lead, 50 out of a possible 70 points. The antithesis of the uh, Jonathan Von Tobel season, 71%. Nice. Look at that. I'm not literally at 30. What is that? What are you? I can't, are you? I can't even. I yours is in red. What's that mean? Uh, that means it wasn't great. Two and three last week. I will say, can I say very quickly? Yes. I feel like I deserved a better week in the contest. The safety that the Bills gave up, that was one of the losses. That I was one of the biggest wins that we had. Oh, sorry. So ridiculous. They give up the safety, and I was like, okay, I know that's going to screw me. Um, and then Arizona. I mean, Kyler Murray going to the Patriots looked terrible in that game. Mm. If Kyler Murray plays in that game, they win. I'm it, just going to say it. So the refund doesn't count? No, it doesn't. Okay. You, guys, you guys are not going to go back, as we discussed oh. legally. You are not going to go back and retroactively change <laughs> my entries in the super contest. Okay. That is not the way it works. Uh, others worth noting: Murray, four and one in another contest. Sharp. Take a look at him: forty-two, twenty-six and two on the season. And uh, Jake Cornegy, three and two last week in the LVRJ. It's a just taper out here. Yeah, just keep missive, plugging along. Weekly missive. What are you? 38, 31, and 1. 38, 31, and 1. Yeah. By the way, I don't know why I it's a newspaper. It's not a weekly missive. It's it's a daily newspaper. People can, see it. People can look it up, review journal. <laughs> right, but I, you know, I mentioned it like it was like a magazine. <laughs> it's, it's a daily newspaper. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I don't really hear anything. I, last year, yes, I, I did win that contest, and there were some pretty sharp guys in there. I, I, I like to give them a hard time. I'm definitely not a handicapper. I'm a bookmaker. I'm an odds maker. 
I run a sports book. I'm not a handicapper, but uh, I try to say face in here because if I go under 500, I'm going to hear about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I have people come out to me in grocery stores and saying that their daughter could pick better than me. I go, probably right. Yeah. You know, it's like, feels aggressive. Is she looking for a job or? <laughs> no, no, it, 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 I'm serious. That's a true story. Really? Oh, yeah. Like you're just sifting through the bananas trying to find a good bunch. And they're just like, hey, Jay. My daughter could pick better than you. It, oh, a lot to, to, I, to pick apart there, too. I'm not sure. It might have been the cereal aisle. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel you. I had a really good season last season, and you and John just keep going at me because it's just been a bad year, man. Well, yeah, that's what happens. That's that's the nature of the beast, right? It took 1200 bucks to my point. And it's like when you do well, no one really gives a crap. Not, and then, no. You're right. And when, when you struggle, you're going to hear it in the... You know, as a banana an section, right? As an influencer, it's great. I, you know, it's actually a great topic. So the other day, I bet the uh, Suns-Celtics game, I don't know if you caught this, the Celtics beat the Suns by like, I think, a bajillion. Uh, and I bet the Phoenix Suns in that game. Now, luckily, you don't lose per point. So it's just a bet I lost. I got a response, which was, does it count if you lost by 50? And I was like, all right. Like, no, it doesn't. It's one loss and we move on. I was wrong. Who cares? It all costs the same, baby. Oh, man. Murray can point from uh, a lot of different directions. <laughs> it probably was yeah. a John Murray yeah. burner account. Yeah, it was. He loves Twitter. Uh, college football. We move on. So, obviously, uh, semifinals are still set. We'll start with Georgia, Ohio State. Anything else you guys took your position, right? You thought seven was a little high if it got there, and you're still sitting at 61, or excuse me, uh, six and a half. Yeah, I mean, the total is what really right. moved, right? We opened at 60.5, now at 62. It's really been all Georgia. It's 87% of the tickets right now, and I expect that to go up. It's going to push it to 7. You know, if you want 6.5, you better look at it now because I, I think it's going to go up to 7 even more. And from what we're hearing, there could be some sharp play on Georgia as well. So we'll uh, we'll see how that all pans out. But, Made that bet uh, in confidence. Man, that game is, is going to be high volume. There's going to be a tremendous amount of action on it. And uh, like I said, 87% of the tickets on Georgia, I think that's going to continue all the, way to, all the way to kickoff. Is that one of those rare, sharp public, everybody and their mother, hmm. Georgia all the way? Yes. Yeah. No doubt. I like it. So, well, unless you get over seven. I mean, that's why. Well, of course, right. If you yeah. get to seven, then there are groups who will just grab like seven and a half, right? If it sure. gets there. Yeah. Interesting. What about the other one? Michigan TCU. That's going to be a boring game, right? Like from a handle standpoint in comparison to the other one, I should say. I don't know. I'm kind of interested in that one too. I think it's pretty, I, I just like TCU. I, I'm rooting for them. Um, but um, yeah, we opened nine, drove it down to seven and a half, all the tickets on Michigan, but we expect the public to just unload on the Wolverines as we get closer to um, kickoff. And I think it's actually going to close back to where the opening number was. Really? Um, yep. I think it's going to go all the way back up, probably eight and a half, nine. Does public money have more sway in big standalone games like this? A little bit because just pure volume. Right. Right. I mean, if if, if the publics are all over the command or say the giants over the commanders, it's really not going to make a, a big difference for us. But when you look at high volume games, I would be more willing to move on something like that just because the amount that adds up, you know, that liability can accumulate and Sometimes you have to respect it. Now, it really depends on the number, too. It's not, I'm not going to move it off three or right. you know something like that. But you know, when I'm messing around with seven and a half or we're messing around seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, yeah, sure. 
We'll bump it up a little bit. But and I bring this. Well, obviously, as we get closer to the Super Bowl, we can talk about this too. But the public has a little bit more sway. Super Bowl is one of those too. Like there's so much money in the pot where you'll actually see, like you said, you'll be more willing on some different numbers to actually move in a direction just because the public has a little bit more influence. Well, we used to always say that the 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 public really money doesn't really matter except for the big games, especially a Super Bowl. It really can control uh, the number. It can control your liability. And, and therefore, it controls the number. And it de- really depends on what number we're talking about. I remember a local place here in town. Remember when the, the line was uh, seven, the Super Bowl, and they offered minus six and a half and also the other side plus seven and a half? Do you remember that? No, really? It, yeah, yeah. And then the, the liability accumulated so much that they stopped offering it. You know, it was about two days before the like Super the Bowl. Like the game entirely? But everybody, the line was seven. And so you could go to this place and lay six and a half or take seven and a half. And <laughs> did it have it? And I can't remember. I mean, Ed and Jeff, they always remember. the. the I think it was the Panthers and uh, Patriots. I think that's the game. But uh, the liability accumulated so fast that uh, they were ready to lose a, a big chunk. And uh, they decided, you know, to pull it off. Wow. And then during the game, it was probably late third quarter, early fourth quarter. It wasn't, you know, the last two minutes. But it was like, this thing could land seven. <laughs> I got to say, their uh, sphincter might have been a little tight. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, mine would. I'm yeah, not even no a guy doubt. that runs it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, my thing would no be doubt. tight. Uh, all right. Before we get out of here, um, the world's game, the most beautiful one. World Cup. Mm-hmm. We have a final set for Sunday. Yay. Argentina and France. You, you don't sound excited. No, I love it. Okay. All I right. do. Early, early morning, too. 7 a.m. Because they don't want to get in the way of the National Football League. So is that right? Yeah, pretty much. I would assume you, you kill really, your American audience. You really think? Is that a big audience? Oh America? yeah, I think so. It's think? a chunk of the See? audience, really, for sure. We're talking about the world game here, That's okay? Right. And there's so many Americans that mock it, right? But I know that there's a lot of soccer fans around here. We proved that, you know, the last couple of days. But um, do you really think they looked at it and said? Uh, let's see. You got the NFL game. All right, we got the Commanders and the Giants. They're not till later, so let's let's move this game to I think early. Ab- I think you, absolutely. You really? I don't believe that. I mean, think about it this I way: TV ratings just... are very important, right? Yeah. And so, even if you, to your point, right, you're saying that the American audience wouldn't make up that much of it. You, as whoever is the powers that be in terms of TV ratings, you have an option to put it at this time and have your ratings look like this, or put it at this time and have your ratings look like this. I think you're just maximizing your opportunity to get the most eyes on it. I think the the American market makes this much influence any, on the ratings. Any little bit helps, I baby. guess. Any little bit helps. That's it, what they say. You guys essentially have this pick, France-Argentina. How do you guys make out, first off, with this uh, matchup? Oh, just, it's uh, the opposite of one another. We, we win quite a bit on uh, France, and we lose quite a bit on Argentina. Really? Yeah. Huh. So... We open picked. I was like telling Sherman, I was like, you know, go ahead and make Argentina's my favorite. <laughs> That's actually, uh, will you guys shade your odds for an individual game to reflect what you have as liability? At times. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And uh, this World Cup has actually been very disappointing. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I've been to a World Cup. I was out in Germany for three years. I get it. But uh, the volume that we've seen this World Cup going against football, basketball, hockey, and everything doesn't even scratch the surface of what we've seen in previous years. Oh, in the summer? Oh, right? there was yeah. Like really when, when they, going on. Yeah, yeah, when they have the main stage all by themselves. I mean, the volume is just tremendous, and, and it really did cost us quite a bit. So I'm not sure if they'll ever do that again. Maybe, you know, I don't know, if they actually care about, you know, where they're, you know, influencing or going head-to-head to American sports. I'm not sure if that's a big difference. But I think 
you know, having the main stage to themselves makes a big difference. If Argentina wins, what's the loss comparable to for you guys? Like, I assume it's a loss, but not given what you're saying about the handle and the popularity of it, it wouldn't be like terrible. No, no. I think that would be a comparable to one of those college uh, playoff games. Oh, okay. Something like that. All right. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. All right. Hey, make sure to come see us at the Superbook at the Westgate in Las Vegas or at the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado. We're going to be here all weekend showing all the biggest college football games when the Bulls begin because those are getting started in the last couple of days and the National Football League as well. We have Thursday games, Saturday games, Sunday games. The NFL started to take over. And as always, you can follow us on social. Superbook Sports is the spot. Superbook.com. Stay on top of all the latest odds, boosts, and promos for Jay and myself. The Odds Makers presented by Superbook Sports is done. We'll talk to you next week. You've been locked into the Odds Makers Podcast. The Odds Makers Podcast presented by Superbook Sports featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Jonathan Bontor. Hit our subscribe button, rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind the counter access to the biggest events in sports. The Odds Makers Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media, the world's premier sports betting podcast network.